welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are here to talk about the off-network movies. That means the movies, the quality films that are not on Hallmark Channel. And we have lots to talk about. I'm pretty sure I could win a world record for a number of Christmas movies <laughs> watched in a short period of time. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. And I am Milgrid and Rachel Wagner and Bree's here. Hi, everybody. Yes. And so excited from way over in Singapore, we have film critic Natasha Alvarez here. Natasha, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. I've been like bothering you to be on it <laughs> for Yay! ages. Yeah. And you're here. Yeah, Yay! I've been t- telling everyone in our little chat group, I'm like, my friend is so excited about it. <laughs> 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 so cute. Isn't um, it just exciting to have like friends all over the world that yeah. love Christmas movies. It's yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Since this is your first time being on this podcast, you've been on my other podcast before, but yeah. uh, why don't you introduce yourself to us? Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Natasha. I'm from Singapore. <laughs> I'm a film editor at Cultured Vouchers. Uh, yeah, I've been a film critic for about two years now, and I'm a self proclaimed rom-com expert (laughs) (laughs) i have no like legitimate qualifications that's fine (laughs) okay we've anointed ourselves the rom-com experts (laughs) (laughs) that's great and you are also an english teacher correct yeah i teach i teach english lit and because writing yeah i can't feed myself so i have to do this yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, because one of your students was uh, was commenting on Twitter saying, I can't wait to hear my teacher talk about Oh, that's so sweet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's really into like uh, the Christmas movies because he's a, he writes about country music. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so he, and he just got verified on Twitter. So he's been like, you know, Ooh, so proud fancy. of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> you know? Like none of us are verified. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. What's yes. a girl got to do to get the <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yes. so he, 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 he loves like, uh, he loves watching all these films because of the country music artists that are in it sometimes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, and especially we're going to go right off the bat. We're talking about one that was pretty, pretty <laughs> fun with a country music icon uh yeah the this we have quite a bit of variety that we're talking about today and uh some i have only seen uh and and then the rest some of one of you have seen one of you haven't seen there's i think one that we've all three seen so that's (laughs) that's obviously the best one (laughs) so it's gonna be fun and yeah. let us know in the comment section what you've seen. And I did not get to everything, believe it or not. There are still, I think, two movies that came out over the weekend that I did not get to. And I have not seen. So you've I'm watched sorry. like 70 at this point. I think <laughs> yeah. it's okay if you've missed two. I'm just, we just got to December, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> I literally have watched 70 Christmas movies, new Christmas yeah, movies. New. Yeah, new. Oh my God. <laughs> I was struggling to even finish the tree. I was like, when am I going to watch? Yes. I have to like watch it. 
It's been, and, and I've had to watch the awards movies too. I have just been like Mrs. Hermit lady. It has been not. (laughs) Well, and I do have to say, I did, I did watch, I was lucky enough to get the lifetime movies in advance. They gave me the screeners. And so I was able to watch all of those pre Okay. Crazy weekend. Before the craziness. Uh, okay. Yeah. Help me a little. So anyway. Not like us peasants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I think part of the thing is, it's like, I enjoy watching them live so I can talk to people on Twitter. Yeah. Like, I love that. That's true. But there's also a part of me that really likes to fast forward through the commercials. So I kind of <laughs> like to just record them and yeah. watch them later. And then, yeah, before I know it, I'm like, oh, they showed three movies tonight. Yeah. Like, now I have... <laughs> six hours of movie watching <laughs> well it's also kind of interesting because the screeners that they sent over for lifetime they're all sort of their rough draft i don't know what the oh, correct, okay, correct okay, words yeah. like the dailies or whatever and so you'll see things like add in virtual snow here <laughs> like, oh, okay. oh interesting yeah. oh wow like, yeah <laughs> like i hope they fix that in the final <laughs> Uh, so anyway, but yeah, it was very kind of them. I really appreciate a lifetime doing that because that helped me out a lot. And I uh, wish Hallmark would do that. It would help me out a lot. But yes. Nevertheless, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, let's talk about Reba McIntyre's Christmas in Tune. This was on yeah. the 26th of uh, on Lifetime and starred Reba McIntyre, John Schneider, Candace King, Justin David, and Years after their personal and professional breakup, the singing duo of Georgia and Joe Winter agreed to reunite after their daughter, Belle, asked them to participate in a Christmas charity concert, only to find themselves getting back in tune on stage and off. So I think, I think, Natasha, you watched this one, correct? Yeah, I watched this one. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you overall think about it? I, I didn't expect to like it. (laughs) (laughs) I had low expectations going into it, um, but I kind of liked it, but uh, yeah, yeah, I liked the songs, so I thought that mm-hmm. the singing and like the vibe and all that was really nice, and I think um, the leads, like Reba is like quite good, I think, she's got good comedic timing, so like she made things funny, and she and John Snyder had like good chemistry, so that was the things that I enjoyed about it, yeah, but I thought it was a bit... Um, simple <laughs> like it was quite straightforward uh yeah. film it didn't really like go anywhere uh unexpected you know it yeah. is pretty basic that doesn't bother me as long as it's done well yeah uh, but I thought that I agree with you the singing and I think that that they did have good chemistry Reba and John Schneider uh, I, I don't know if, if I really buy that they're going to make the best couple because I feel like those <laughs> issues are still there that like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, always a bad mm, side. Are we in tune? Are we? But I think I even liked more. I liked the daughter and her relationship. Yeah. With I guess Justin David with Troy. Troy. That was really cute. I enjoyed that. I thought. I I think because they are good actors. Like I think it's sometimes yeah. it's difficult um with these movies because the actors are like a bit like artificial or they are like mm-hmm. delivering exposition you know like oh yeah we met 12 years ago <laughs> like you know it's like it's not natural yeah but uh I think the two of them were very like you know natural together I think that's what helped the film like everyone kind of felt real 
and authentic um even though you know i mean they're actors yeah so a lot of times i always feel like what takes me out with these christmas movies is that it's not well acted or it's not mm-hmm. yeah it feels like they are kind of like you know uh they end up with each other because the plot tells them to you know so i'm not i'm not really buying into the whole thing yeah so this one i kind of i, I bought into um most of what was going on yeah well it's particularly tricky when they're trying to do enemies to lovers which is the case here they didn't start out not liking each other and then by the end they like each other and i think they were also kind of stuck in the same house you know sort of a thing yeah they, like or to spend time together uh that kind of worked too and yeah i agree i mean you sometimes don't have the best acting in these movies uh but uh but uh it it just depends on whether they have chemistry whether it works but i think the reba is like you said legitimately a pretty good actress yeah you know i yeah. love her show so much yeah. it's so yeah. good and i and she's been in like feature films too in like tremors yeah. and, and you know other movies and so she has enough experience and i don't know this john schneider that well but i i feel like he's done a lot of stuff i just and- know him as superman's dead I think I'm there. I'm going to oh, get like yeah. on the internet for this. <laughs> okay. Like he was in Smallville. He played the dead. Like he's the dead, right? Yes, he is. <laughs> You're know. right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. And uh, this was directed by Emily Moss Wilson, and she's done a, a lot of fun movies for Lifetime, in particular. I'd like to have her on yeah. the show one of these days, but she did one called Christmas in Mississippi that I enjoyed last year. She did Dear Christmas, which was the most COVID influenced movie of any of the Lifetime movies oh. because they literally had this whole scene where they were going to be meeting up at this like climactic dance kind of a scene. And, but they, because of COVID, they had to make it so that the, she was late and the dance was already over and he was like hanging around like when they were cleaning the janitors oh. and stuff were there well that was last year and so, oh no <laughs> that's what they had to do, which was pretty clever i thought yeah she, she also did a christmas wish with hillary burton which was a fun one where she makes the christmas wish that um uh that what is it, it was like that men would fall that somebody would fall in love with men would fall in love with her or whatever. And but then all the men in the town started falling in love with her. <laughs> oh, and it was cute. Okay. It was fun. Okay. <laughs> so there are, like, I like so her. many like Christmas films called a Christmas wish or something. So I was just like, <laughs> yeah. which one is this? Like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and I agree that, that the music definitely set it apart. There were quite a few music songs yeah. uh, within the movie yeah. and and so, yeah, I, I think if you like Reba, if you're a fan of hers, then you'll enjoy it. I give it, uh, I give it three and a half out of five crowns. Yeah. What, what about you? I was going to say seven out of 10. Seven <laughs> like out of 10 I'm, so I'm a different system. Why <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is the same? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get this one watched, right, Brie? No, I didn't watch this one. Okay. Um, <laughs> So then I'll, I'll do one that I only saw. I watched the, on the CW, they had the Waltons homecoming. And this is my introduction to the Waltons. I have never watched an episode of the show. I've heard about it. I knew enough to know about the whole, uh, good night, good night, John boy, good night, you know, all the things at the end. And I knew, 
Uh, I just knew a little bit about the Waltons, but I never seen an episode of the show. And so I asked my friends, I said, Hey, is, am I going to understand this is going to, but evidently Mm -hmm. this was a remake of the original Waltons movie that started the show. And I don't know if they're actually going to start a reboot show, Oh, wow! you know, now that they've done the movie, if they're going to do that, but uh, this starred Logan Schreier, Bellamy Young, Richard Thomas, who was in the original show. And it's a remake of the original Walton's film. The Walton family is excited to learn that John Sr. will be coming home for Christmas during the winter of 1933. However, when a storm threatens his arrival, he's nowhere to be found. John Boy embarks on a life-changing journey to find him. And I, if someone were to ask me, should they continue on with this series after this movie? I have, again, no, I have no understanding of the original show. I would say absolutely. I thought it was very charming. It was very well done. I like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought that, uh, you know, the production value was good. And, you know, I I, uh, liked the story. You know, they're trying to go after, they're trying to find their dad who's, who's stuck (laughs) trying to get home. And also there's this whole story of John boy trying to become a writer and uh, kind of getting discouraged and frustrated with his writing. And then there's also the girl who really wants a doll and, uh, and then we're all worried about their dad and it was just really cute. And I, I enjoyed it. And, you know, I mean, I think if they, honestly, if they did do it, I think that when calls the heart would have a run for their money. I really do. Because, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I do. It, it would have the exact same demographic and without some of the, some of the problems. <laughs> hey, those so. are fighting words, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. hey, I stand by it. <laughs> stand by it. Um, yeah. And so you, did you get to watch this, Brie? No, the Walt. I I didn't even know the the CW was like putting out Christmas movies. When you said that, I was like, yeah. oh my god, it's another channel that I'm not watching. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like when uh, when Rachel told me about this, right, then I started to prepare. Right, I was like, okay, let me like watch like some of these movies. And then when she sent out the list, I was like, oh my god, I've watched none of these movies. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh dear, my That's preparations okay. have failed. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh no, oh, but. I, I I guess they got rid of one of the children, which is a little bit random. I guess there's another boy, I think. They were saying, some of my Twitter friends were saying online that, oh, they got rid of one of the kids and they were outraged by that. So who knows? Like, what are <laughs> <they> like? <laughs> <laughs> like um, But I, I feel like I, I need to Google it. it. <laughs> I need yeah. to see what this show is. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was a good, I liked it. It was a good show and- I think uh, they could, uh, they could have a hit on their hands. I really do, uh, oh. but I'm sure that the, uh, you know, the hardcore Waltons fans are gonna nitpick it. But yeah, like no, leave the classic yeah. show alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it takes place in like a rural Virginia during the Great Depression and mm-hmm. World War II. Interesting. So <laughs> it's still like historical time. They didn't like updated no they didn't update it Mm, yeah they had one thing at the end with uh with libby i think was her name um or mary i can't remember one of the girls (laughs) the one with the doll um (laughs) the the one one with the doll doll. (laughs) Um, they 
they had her uh oh no libby's the libby's the wife anyway i don't remember their names but the one with the doll they have at the end they have her at john boy's grave and putting flowers on his grave at the end okay Um, like in modern time like it's like i gotta like make a note to myself remember to watch this okay okay (laughs) okay Okay. yeah so uh yeah i would give it a four i four out of five i oh wow i thought it was was good i enjoyed it yeah yeah i would watch the series do you think there might be vampires (laughs) in in this world (laughs) knowing that would make it more entertaining i'll tell you that interesting interesting. we have the uh the vampire diaries uh and uh and walton's crossover event yeah (laughs) that's what the cw does you know those crossover events yeah yeah it will be they got like the flash i feel like the walton's fans would be the ones that were upset okay All right, so back to Lifetime. We had Mary Little, L-I-D-D-L-E, Christmas Baby. On the 27th, Kelly Rowland, Thomas Coudreau, Brisha Webb, Latanya Williams, Jamie M. Calica, Nathan Witte. This holiday, the Littles have much to be merry about. Jackie and her husband, Tyler, are preparing for the arrival of their first baby. Meanwhile, Jacqueline's sister, Trina, and her husband, Julian, are thinking about adopting a baby themselves and spirited fashionista sister Kira's relationship with Chris is heating up with their family expanding in ways they could never have experienced. The littles are headed for a crazy Christmas filled with merry mayhem and lots of love and laughter. So I think you saw this Brie, correct? Yes. Yes. So what were your overall thoughts? what did you think? I liked it. It had a lot going on but that made it really fun and it made it mm-hmm. kind of a quick watch because something like everybody has something going on. Um, I do think obviously there's more movies that I obviously need to catch up on, but you I do seen two or one or two. No, I have not seen one or okay. two, but I, I wasn't confused. I just could tell, like, I feel like I'm missing some stuff, but I really liked it. i I, I really enjoyed it. I loved seeing Kelly Rowland in the movie. She's yeah. gorgeous. She's pregnant in the movie. She kind of took a back seat. I don't know if she's on screen more in the other ones. We actually get a lot from um, Tyler and like her brothers-in-laws or I, one, one of them proposes in the movie. It's kind of a spoiler. Sorry, guys. But <laughs> we get a lot of the men's perspective, which I thought was so fun. Like they're planning a baby shower and they're like Googling games and they're like, well, that kind of sounds stupid. What about this? Can we have a nacho bar? Like it's very guy-ish trying to do this. Um, but I just really, I, I liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. So i really want to go back and watch the previous two I loved um all the togetherness there's this the kids there's like a lot I feel like in a a lot of Christmas movies there's like one kid but in this one we get to see like these cousins hanging out and like putting drone like sending drones into the neighbor's yards and like playing video games in the forts and stuff like that it was just really sweet so I liked it yeah I actually haven't been won over by the first and the second film Mm -hmm. i know a lot of people really enjoyed them but i just felt like it was too much they were they were too like the family dysfunctional family uh holiday movies are not my favorite (laughs) like like the family stone not for me (laughs) it stresses me out gives me anxiety (laughs) 
no, Rachel. Is that your favorite? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's not my favorite. No, I'm not gonna like. <laughs> like yeah. no, yeah. but I think a lot of people on Twitter love it. Like I it's know. always mentioned. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. People being so mean to each other. It just it stresses me out. Okay. So are and, the first two more dysfunctional? Yes. In this, especially sister Kira in the okay. second one, she practically basically destroys her wedding dress and is like Ooh. just causing mayhem. In the first one, wow. she blows out her power, uh, putting up extra lights and they're like super critical of her in the first one, which I didn't really like, like anything that she tries to do, they're coming to her house for Christmas and everything that she makes isn't right. Everything she does isn't right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just feel like when you're going to visit somebody, even if it's in your family, like you have to kind of accept Christmas the way they're doing it. You're at their home. And I, I understand that that might be hard to let go of traditions and things like that. But, but I mean, I just, you have to let some things go. You cannot, you cannot, complain about every single thing that they're doing so that that's what i didn't like about the first one and the second one um but this third one was i without a doubt in my opinion the best of the three okay Okay. oh wow okay and i i thought they gave like something for the aside from just being kind of obnoxious they gave something for kira to do because Mm -hmm. of her pregnancy thing and like they just made her more of like an interesting person she's not as jealous and i just liked her way better in this and her relationship with you know with nathan witty who i love Uh, i thought that was it was good i don't know why he's staying with her because she's a lot (laughs) but uh but it was better in this one and i the whole the whole adoption plot line was really well done i thought you know it's so hard when people lose the baby that they're planning on adopting. And then kind of that, that whole plot was good. And I, I, yeah, I love, you know, Kelly Rowland. She's great. Uh, and they still had some humor. It was still, they had some madcap, but it yeah. was just, it was not as much as in the yeah. previous two. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. So Bri, are you going to go back and watch the first two? And well, not, I don't Rachel. know now after <laughs> I'm like, love it. Like, maybe I watched the right one. (laughs) So, my friend Dory, she loves those movies. So, you might, you might enjoy them. So, uh, I give this one, I'm going to give it a 3.75. Okay. What about you? I think a three, a 3.5 for me. Three and a half. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep making them keep improving. <laughs> like yeah. Each one needs to be a little bit better. And I think that's, yeah. Really Cause you're fun. like describing the first two and I'm like, this one wasn't like that at all. So <laughs> they like lightened yeah. up a bit. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I remember talking to Dory about it and she's like, every family has a sister has one like Kira. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that is accurate. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Cozy up with A Very Bavarian Christmas, a delightful Christmas novel by Katie M. Reed. Holly Noel Brigham is trapped back in her hometown personalizing ornaments at the mile-long Christmas store, and she doesn't even like Christmas. As Holly works through fractured relationships and embarrassing misunderstandings, she stumbles upon love in the Bavarian-themed town from which she tried to distance herself. 
Best-selling author Crystal Payne says this about a very Bavarian Christmas. If you're looking for a holiday-themed read that will warm your heart, but also make you think this is the perfect pick, the storyline and characters draw you in from the get-go, and you'll find yourself relating to their struggles and cheering for their victories. Available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook. Pick up A Very Bavarian Christmas for yourself and the Hallmark fans on your list at AVeryBavarianChristmas.com. That's a very Bavarian Christmas.com. Right. Well, let's talk about Angel Falls Christmas. I saw this one. This was on Peacock. It's Chad Michael Murray and Jessica Loundes. And this is quite a description, but here we go. Allie is a workaholic ER doctor struggling for work-life balance with boyfriend Josh. On the night Josh is set to propose, he and Allie have an argument about her working an extra shift on Christmas Eve, which leads to a breakup. Allie is miserable alone until a chance encounter with handsome barista Gabe leads her to fulfill a Christmas bucket list of fun activities she never would have done on her own. Allie's best friend and fellow ER doctor Dawn has never seen Allie so engaged outside of work and is rooting for Gabe and Allie relationship. Now, the saintly Maureen must redirect Gabe's heartfelt intentions if Josh and Allie have any chance of reconciliation this Christmas. So... <laughs> I gave this movie a lump of coal in the preview. And okay. I uh, sounds stand by <laughs> like the lump of coal. <laughs> it was not good. This was a you stand by movie. the lump of coal. Like, I understand <laughs> what they're trying. It was basically they're trying to do kind of like the the bishop's wife, the preacher's wife, that whole like plot concept, you know, with the angel coming down and okay. helping. But like the problem is, is that in those instances, like first of all, they're married in both of those movies in the in the remake, Preacher's Wife, right. and in the original Bishop's Wife, they're married, and so like you have more of a, like a foundation to the relationship, and then the angel comes and kind of helps their marriage, yeah. and you see quite a bit of them together, and so it's not quite as weird in this case like they've literally broken up and now she's like hanging out and doing all these swoon worthy activities with chad michael murray and uh, is the angel and in like he's falling in love with her and she's kind of maybe falling in love with her and we've literally spent maybe like five minutes with poor josh and <laughs> so they have like no chemistry we're not invested in that relationship at all and so then when it all comes back around and Gabe ends up going back into heaven and Josh ends up proposing again, it feels totally hollow because you just spent the entire movie with her flirting and having these amazing experiences with Gabe. Oh, and, I hate that. And so, oh, no. yeah, yeah, it was just, it was bad. It was bad. And I, I didn't think that she really had, I mean, they have some chemistry, Jessica Landis and Chad McElmory because they've been in three movies together, but the story just didn't really allow it to work because you're like, she's, is she going back with Josh? Is she going mm -hmm. like, what yeah. is happening here? Yeah. And like, also you didn't really want her to go back with Josh because Josh wasn't supportive of her choices. And, yeah. Yeah. and you could say, well, maybe she needed to make different choices and be more balanced in her life, but that's her decision to make. Yeah. And, and they're not going to be an effective couple if they aren't on the same page with that kind of thing. And and, uh, and so like, she, she doesn't want to, she actually wants more work. She enjoys work. She loves her work. And so then for him to feel like, Oh, you don't do enough for me. <laughs> like, it's not the person she should be with. Yeah. <laughs> so this was terrible. It was really bad. I give it, uh, one crown. Yeah. We have seen multiple, we've seen quite a few 
films this fall and not I don't think so much in the Christmas movies yet that I can remember but the where like the girl spends like most of the movie attached somewhere else and then like the last 15 minutes it's like you're the person and it's like well girl I just spent like an hour and 45 minutes of you with this person so (laughs) I don't believe this (laughs) yeah I mean if the turkey dynamic to pull off I mean you have to believe even in preacher's wife that Whitney Houston is going to want to go back to what is it Courtney B Vance when Mm -hmm. he she could be with Denzel Washington yeah yeah it's always always they do they do (laughs) i just want to know where the angels were when i was having my love life crisis (laughs) like where were they (laughs) where was the angelic intervention (laughs) they're slacking off they're not in singapore maybe i don't know yeah it's because we're not on a lifetime or peacock or hallmark movie that's why yeah (laughs) or the somebody write it in yeah or the cw (laughs) up tv somebody write it in please all right well next we're gonna talk about miracle in motor city this on the 28th on lifetime tia maori mark taylor Smokey robinson and it's amber bites off more than she can chew when she takes charge of her church's annual christmas pageant and inadvertently promises to deliver a special performance by Motown legend Smokey Robinson. When her best friends secretly enlist Amber's former flame, Eddie, to help the pair be reconnect in a quest to find Smokey and convince him to appear. With the clock ticking, family, friends, and superstar Smokey Robinson came together to stage the most special pageant yet. I think that was some kind of goal to how many times they could say Smokey Robinson yeah. in the- yeah. <laughs> one summary. <laughs> I was like, what? got it. You smoke your in the movie. <laughs> For that I think we all search. three. Did we all three see this one? I saw it. I didn't see Did you it. See it? You didn't see it, Natasha? Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, this one. Um, this one, I can't remember if I gave it a sock in the preview, but I, I, I wasn't, I was a little nervous about it. Uh, but I actually ended up really enjoying it. I thought it was very sweet. And, and the whole, the whole thing with Tia and her adopting this little girl was so sweet. I enjoyed yeah. that. That was my favorite part of the movie, but I thought that her and Mark Taylor had really nice chemistry. They worked for me. It's like a very basic story. It's, you know, save the, save the church or whatever. Uh, we've seen it a million times, but it was done well. And it worked for me. What did you think, Brie? Same. It wasn't anything like, you know, I, I don't know. I think I went into it like it's going to be something spectacular. They played it safe. It's storyline we're used to seeing. I did kind of like how they expected this to somewhat be easy. Like, oh, we'll just go to all the places that he's been seen and <laughs> around town or whatever. Yeah. And he's like unintentionally always a step ahead. Like, they're at the radio station. Oh, it was 7 a.m., not 7 p.m. So it's like it's been a 12 hours already. Um, I liked it. But like you said, I love the I think the storyline about her and and little Lily, the little girl. Oh my gosh, I was a sobbing mess. And yeah, I just I really liked seeing that. So mm-hmm. I loved the I love there is so much talk about family freaking content, okay, in the world of Christmas movies this year. You get no more. You can't get any more family content than this. It starts and ends at the church. And it's the church is the premise of the book, essentially, or the, the movie, essentially. So um, 
I thought it was really sweet. It was, it was really yeah. sweet. So and nice to see her adopting an older child, which you yeah. don't normally see. And also like the movie fully supporting her as a single woman adopting, which I also, you know, like to see. And so, yeah, it was just, it was cute. It was a good movie. I give it 3.75 as well. Same. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, then we have welcome to the Christmas family reunion. This was on lifetime and this is Michelle Ar- Argris, Alonzo B. Slater, Isaiah Epperson. Event planner, Amy helps rising singer, Tiffany Christmas plan her f- holiday family reunion. Along the way, Amy must navigate some challenging family dynamics, especially among Tiffany's aunts, as well as her own growing feelings for Tiffany's cousin, Calvin. Will she be able to pull off an amazing Christmas family reunion? And so she pulls off the amazing Christmas family reunion. <laughs> but this- <laughs> Was this a lump of coal, Rachel? I feel so bad because I love Jake Helgren. He's the director. And, uh, and I actually have an interview in the can uh, ready with him that so I interviewed him. I love him. He's great. <laughs> But I don't know, this movie, it was so boring. I was just dying. I was so tempted to put on like 2X and get through it fast because I was like, this is so slow. I mean, they just nothing, I just felt like nothing happened in this movie. It was like one scene of party planning after another, after another. And then these people being like, how could you plan that at her house? Why don't you do it at my house? And my house is better. And I just, I just didn't care or think it was funny or it was just nothing. This movie had no story in my opinion it was yeah. so bland so it was not for me i give it one crown oh <laughs> it was bad yeah <laughs> uh so you should be glad you missed that one okay, okay let's talk about 8-bit christmas this is on hbo max this stars winslow fegley and neil patrick harris steve zahn and it's ni- 1980s chicago a 10 year old sets out on a quest to get the christmas gift of the of his generation the latest greatest video game system nintendo nes and uh, natasha you saw this correct yeah i saw this one so what do you think i oh my god i have to like i'm so happy that the podcast like introduced me to this because I wouldn't have watched it otherwise, right? Because I didn't even know HBO Max was releasing like a Christmas film. Yeah. And I I watched it. So I went over to my brothers and I was like, yeah, I got to watch this, right? And he was like, I want to watch Tick, Tick, Boom, right? So he was just like, oh God, <laughs> you want me to watch this Christmas show? And I was like, oh, please watch it with me. And then um, so he was like, okay, let's watch it, right? So we watched it. And like, we both were like, you know, close to tears, <laughs> by the end yeah it's really yeah. really touching I didn't expect it to be because yeah. it was really funny and of course like you know they have all the shenanigans right of him trying to get a Nintendo right uh and I thought that they I think Bree said you know like in these Christmas movies right there's always like one child somewhere right so it's really nice to have like a really children kind of focused cast and yeah. you know have all the, the kind of shenanigans with his friends right in school in the snow right and you know how they did the 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 antagonist kids like the you know he's the richest kid on the block and he's got the yeah, Nintendo. That was funny. and that was really funny like I was laughing like out loud like numerous times in the film you know and I really liked um the family dynamic as well I thought Steve Zahn I love Steve Zahn I think he's like he's really funny but also like he can do like kind of serious work so he's been playing like fathers in so many of these like recent movies like I've just always seen him as a father now you know but um 
yeah, like I thought that I didn't I didn't know where it was going. I thought it was just about the Nintendo. Like that was my focus. Right? I was like, yeah. how did he get the Nintendo? Right? Because that that's <laughs> like the whole you know because it's a story within a story, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like the Princess Bride or like you know definitely maybe where like the father will you know a father figure will tell a story, right? And the child is initially maybe not you know, kind of reluctant to hear the story and then after that, they get invested along the way. So it allowed the film to play with a lot of, like, um, clever stuff. Like, it was quite meta in some instances, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, and just, like, the child I was invested, I was like, when is he going to get it, you know? And uh, it took a really, like, heartwarming, unexpected turn. And yeah. I didn't expect that. And it was really, like, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it can't be denied that this has huge a christmas story vibes yes, yes it is yes. very similar but just said in the 80s versus i think the 40s i think yeah yeah so. uh, and i mean very similar he has the dream gift he has those like shenanigans with his friends he has the uh you know just very 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 similar uh but i'm fine with that i like christmas story i like this yeah. i thought it was so charming i love winslow fegley he is the cutest little child <laughs> yeah. star he's so good he's so good so good yeah he was in Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made, which I championed that movie. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was so good. And so, yeah, I think he's a really great little uh, child actor and he did a great job leading this uh, this film and leading yeah. this role. And uh, I, I really liked the, the whole thing with his sister with the cabbage patch yeah doll and and that Aww. whole thing it was so cute and and uh the whole treehouse was just really heartwarming and yeah. I don't, it was just a a funny sweet lovely new christmas movie i mean i can yeah. picture this becoming a new film that people watch every year and yeah. enjoy yeah. yeah yeah that's what i felt like i felt like you know um I mean, they're the classics, right? Like, you know, like Home Alone, mm-hmm. uh, Santa Claus, right? You know, like those kind of movies that I think you kind of return to every year yeah. to kind of yeah. revisit. And I think I might re-watch this because I kind of, I really, really liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And I remember yeah. that whole thing of like people getting in a Nintendo and it, like their house was the new place. You, everybody wanted to go up to your house yeah. and you had a <laughs> Nintendo. I remember my brother had one. It was like Nintendo for boys, uh, at least in my neighborhood, and American Girl dolls for girls. If you got an American uh, Girl doll, like, you were like, oh, <laughs> <was> fancy. <laughs> um, but this was a winner. I loved it. I uh, I gave it fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, I um, I would give it. I don't know. In the world of, of the world of Hallmarkies podcast. I would give it like 4.25. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say it's a four, four yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I actually reviewed it as well. I don't, I don't yeah. think it's out yet, but yeah, I, oh my God, I really appreciate you putting this on my radar. It's so good. Yay. Yeah. And my brother wasn't angry with me at the end. He was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that was good. But <laughs> there, I loved their whole plan on, uh, on how to get the, uh, the, the, the plan with the, um, school trip and how oh, that no, all worked. The spaghetti, oh, yeah, the spaghetti. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that reminded me of when I, 
when I was in, I think fourth grade, my teachers like promoted this, that we were going to do this big activity where we're going up to the golden spike Memorial where the trains first met in here in Utah. And, uh, and, uh, that this was going to be like the, this was going to be the best field trip in the whole world. They really pumped it up. I was so excited. And (laughs) And uh, on the way there, I got sick. And oh, no. <laughs> you were too excited. You were I was so you. sad. It was the biggest disappointment of my young life. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so that yeah, yeah, it was just you should watch it, Brie. You'd like I'm it. Gonna it find was it, really yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah. And I think you your son would it. like it too. Yeah. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. All right. So then we have Royally Wrapped for Christmas, and this was on Peacock and starred Jen Lilly and Brendan Fair. And this is a big, long description, too. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay heads up one of the most successful chapters of the Festive Heart Foundation, a philanthropic organization which celebrates a century of helping underserved children around the world. Founded by the royal family of Veronia, Lindsay is summoned to the kingdom as one of the world's three most successful foundation organizers to plan the Centennial Gala. Before she embarks to Veronia, Lindsay meets the charity's president, Willard, and Aiden, who Lindsay mistakenly believes is the organization's accountant. Once in Veronia, Lindsay discovers the accountant is really Prince Aiden, who is is to ascend the throne Uh, Committed to the mission to imagine the next 100 years of charity, Lindsay leans into a family tradition to give a gift and keep a gift. Verona's parliament enthusiastically accepts Lindsay's idea for the charity, vowing to change the world in the kindest way. Now Prince Aiden must decide if the commoner from New York, who has helped so many, can help him find a happy ever after. So there we go. (laughs) Peacock (laughs) seems to like long summaries. (laughs) Give me a break, Peacock. What are you doing? Um, This I had actually given a call to in the, uh, I was, I guess not kind for Peacock, but I gave a call to in the preview, Um, but I actually ended up enjoying it. It does. I mean, it's a princess movie. What are you going to do? But Uh. I thought that they had pretty good chemistry and that was what I was hesitant about because I just didn't think Brendan Fair and, Jen Lilly would have that good of chemistry, but then they did. And yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a princess movie. Yeah, it is what it is. I, I mean, love I, Fair. if you're in the mood for a princess movie, this is, this is cute. It's fine. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I yeah. mean, cause the Royal movies aren't typically like my favorite, yeah. but I like Jen Lilly. I yeah. mean, even though sometimes I feel like she picks roles that <laughs> she doesn't need to pick so I'm interested I'm gonna go find it (laughs) yeah I mean it was just it was cute and she was cute 
and they did have decent chemistry. I, again, not one of my favorites or incredible, but considering I had extremely low expectations, I would give it a three out of five. Okay. So there okay. We go. that's good. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about a castle for Christmas. This was on oh. Netflix. <laughs> And this stars Brooke Shields and Carrie Elwes. And Brooke Shields stars as famous author Sophie Brown, who is trying to buy a castle in Scotland, as one does. She faces opposition from the owner, Duke Miles, who doesn't want to sell the castle to a foreigner. But underneath all their conflict, something else may be blooming between them. That's how you do a summary. That's how you do a summary right there. (laughs) There we go. Just like, yes. So this movie, I, I, I will, you will never hear me say the phrase, this is a good movie, but this movie is kind of, it's kind of trash, but it's like my (laughs) trash. You know what I'm saying? Like it was really corny. Even for me, this movie was super corny. (laughs) The script was kind of terrible, but I just still had fun with it. It was so campy and ridiculous. And I felt like it did kind of know what it was trying to be. And uh, and just like, especially Carrie Ellis's performance was so... I was like, like, what is that that accent? I don't know. Yeah, I was like, oh God, that Scottish accent. I was like... (laughs) I don't think they had very good chemistry, but it was, I mean, if you like the Christmas Prince movies on Netflix, like very cheesy and very, like even for, I know that might sound weird for me to Chris because I cover Hallmark movies for a living, but like, there's just something different about the kind of camp that's in this movie or in the Christmas Prince movie than you typically see on the Hallmark Channel. They they usually don't yeah. kind of like, and, and this gets some PG-13 moments too. That obviously, wouldn't have a Hallmark Channel, but but uh, but it was just it it really felt like reading a romance novel. And so you actually yes. might like Brie. You didn't see it, right, Brie? I did. I watched it. Oh, yeah. you watched it. Okay. Yeah. It felt like a romance novel and just the way it was like, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. But, uh, but so I had fun watching it, but again, I, I do think it was kind of terrible. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think I gave it like a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. You know, uh, so it's like fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's like, like, I know that it's trash. <laughs> like I yeah. just, I just like, yeah, you get it. <laughs> so I it's probably... like, it's, it's not like you know I'm not gonna be like wow like <laughs> like whatever but I just really enjoyed the process of watching yeah. it I don't know yeah um because yeah. I, I guess I was my like, review for it yet but I probably will go fresh on it because it knew what it was trying to be yeah 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 I think I just that's the thing about Netflix like they, they oh. they're not trying to like be I don't know they're, they're yeah. not trying to like reinvent the wheel it's just like yeah, let's just do this thing and make it, you know, a good yeah. watch. And it was a fun watch. Yeah. <laughs> is it based on a, like a Harlequin or, or a romance novel? Do you know? I was thinking the whole time I was watching it, I, fe- I haven't read Sophie Kinsella, but I was like, she feels like if Sophie Kinsella was to like whisk herself off to Scotland and buy a castle, this is what we would do. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I totally I, felt that as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It felt like a romance uh, novel, especially because I read like all those, you know, like hi- Scottish yeah. Highlands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did. It felt like Harlequin to me. Uh, yeah. And uh, because I, 
yeah it felt like something like what is it who does the christmas prince is that karen shire is that her name oh yeah karen shaler something like that yeah and i i felt like it was kind of in in that yeah the same ballpark and uh uh yeah i just want to know go ahead go ahead i just want to know why carrie always was shouting why did you wear that dress? <laughs> Do you remember that part? I was like, dude, like, calm down. Like, it was that so reminded cool. me of Daphne Demarie's Rebecca when, like, yeah. the oh housekeeper yeah, yeah, persuades yeah. her to wear the dress and she yeah. walks down and he's like, no, take yeah, it Yeah, I thought it was like a dress or something. I was like, what's happening? Like, he's just like, why did you wear that? And then, like, whoa. When I was just watching it, kept thinking of my friend, Michelle Benson, who does the Heartland uh, recaps with me, and she's from Scotland, and I'm just thinking she's, like, dying watching this movie. Like, <laughs> How would like, she I, read the accent? Yeah, <laughs> even the, uh, the, yeah, the dress, which is actually, like, tartan, you know, and, like, I don't know, just everything was so silly, but I enjoyed it. I mean, them riding horses to the party with her (laughs) in the dress at the end. I was like, this is so romantic. But would this actually happen? Yeah. (laughs) You have to be cold on top of that horse, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think I was like, uh, because my friend's stuck at home, right? You know, so I was like um, messaging her at the same time. We were both watching it. You know, she had already watched it like three times before that and she was like oh my god like you gotta cheer me up right like you gotta keep like gotta live message me while you're watching it and we were both like fangirling over Carrie Elvis's gray <laughs> falling charmingly <laughs> over his <laughs> his right ear <laughs> yeah this movie it, it'll definitely go down as one of the most memorable I gotta give it that yeah yeah of the uh, season it was <laughs> It was I mean, the Drew really... Barrymore show on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just can't wait till we get Christmas in the Castle 2, which we know we'll get. Yeah. I think we will. Oh, yeah. yeah. I definitely She's got to write another book. Okay. Yeah. She got to, yeah. her contract mm-hmm. is for like a series. So we have yeah. to get another book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Bree, what will you give this great movie? I think I gave it a 3.75. What would you give it, Natasha? Uh, I guess I gave it a 6.5, so it's a 3.25 for me. Yeah. (laughs) I just love the fact that you and I are going to be fresh on Rotten Tomatoes on. (laughs) (laughs) Currently, it's like, it's the biggest divide. Like, I think the audience score is like 49, (laughs) and then the critic score is like 77. And I'm just like, why is that? But I always feel like these, like they have their own scores. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't ever like yeah. compare like the power of the dog to, right. <laughs> to this movie. Right? I wouldn't be like, oh God, it's the same tier. You yeah. know, like they're completely different tiers, I feel. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there is something to say about knowing knowing what you are and, and, and going for it. And that's what they did. They yeah. they did. And it was funny. It was ridiculous. Ew. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, yeah. And they don't always work for me. Like I didn't love the um, uh, the night one where Vanessa Hudgens uh goes. Oh, back the night tonight. before. Oh Christmas. gosh, yeah. I no. Like I <laughs> oh, thought no, I was gonna I love it. it. <laughs> I was hearing it was terrible, so I have never even oh, attempted no. to watch it. Okay, <laughs> what can I say? I love trash. Like I. <laughs> 
I just thought it was kind of boring. Like I, it wasn't trashy enough. Like she was taking it. I thought they took it actually a little seriously. And so, whereas this one did not at all (laughs) take it seriously at all. Anyway. All right. I think if if we covered all the ones that you all have seen or or the rest. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. So I'll just run through these pretty quick then. All right. Then we have Christmas is you. And this was on Peacock and start Becca Tobin and Matthew McCall. And it's Emma is given an ultimatum by her boss at Old Town Records. Go home for the holidays and convince former boyfriend and national recording star Tyler Thorne to sign with Old Town or find another job. When Emma is not an organized assistant, her real dream is to be a singer after quitting his label tyler headed home for christmas for the first time in years when emma and tyler arrive in their hometown they're immediately immersed in an all hands-on-deck effort to save the annual christmas carol celebration where they first sang together as kids in the choir turns out a trip down memory lane may hit all the right notes for love everybody is saving a pageant or (laughs) something we're gonna be saving all these events and whatever the fair i mean what is it the parade in the city bear novel like somebody's always saving something sorry go ahead no you're fine this movie was fine like i actually i liked becca tobin and matthew mccall i've wanted matthew mccall to get a lead for a long time like he only had the um Haley Dean he was the he was the love interest in Haley Dean uh but uh, in in one of these rom-coms he's never he's always the best friend or the other mm. guy or whatever and I think he's really handsome and very charming and so I was excited to see him get the lead and I thought he did a good job I thought him and, and Becca Tobin had good chemistry and they're both good singers and Becca Tobin was on Glee so yeah you know, she's she's okay. a good singer so all of that part worked the plot nothing i mean it's it's so so bland uh but i i I thought it was it was fine i would give this one three out of five so okay okay, then we have a christmas witness this is on the was on the 20th on ion channel eric hebel and colin egglesfield a no-nonsense federal marshal is tasked with protecting a low-level charming mobster (laughs) until he testifies against his mafia boss two days after christmas this one both of the ion releases so far this year have really been trying to be kind of edgy and uh Uh. have like more adult content and whatever and so that and i i can respect that you got to find something different that you can do you know with everyone else doing and this one i mean the fact that they got ariel kebble and colin egglesfield who i mean are pretty big gets i think for this yeah budget for this movie that elevated it um and it did have some pretty funny parts it had some really cringy parts too like whenever they would try to like whenever movies try to make christmas sexy it just doesn't work very it's a little well. weird like, it's a little like weird like, i'll put you on the naughty list you know like it just doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> well you need to stay away from kindle unlimited's like christmas rom-coms because this bitch is the basic i'll give you a lump of coal you know like yeah. you're trying to like work an innuendo to like <laughs> i think you're it selling just, it rachel like it's too I, silly i actually want to watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> and it was particular the the uh 
the mob the mafia boss's wife is like super into colin egglesfield and is always trying to get to tempt him away and he's like yeah. no i'm not doing that and i don't do marrieds <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but it, it did have some pretty funny parts and I mean this is a very low budget and all the I would say all of the supporting players are pretty weak as far as their acting uh, but it was it was different I appreciated that and I had fun you know watching it uh, <laughs> again you're not gonna hear me say this isn't necessarily <laughs> a good movie but but yeah, it was kind of fun and uh, i mean the whole idea of a low level charming mobster is kind of funny to me <laughs> yeah. oh you've only killed a few people oh okay <laughs> you're only a low level yeah criminal yeah. that's fine <laughs> but how was colin in this one? Oh my god he's so oh, good yeah good looking he's good. yeah he's very handsome yeah they're very good together they have good chemistry and uh, there's some fun like moments when they're watching uh, Christmas movies together and um, and they're like kind of holed up in this motel room trying to hide out and yet they're like he's always going out and like helping people with their uh, Christmas decorations and then he goes on this date which and he's almost he's almost hit on the head by a snow globe <laughs> <laughs> what is this movie <laughs> it's, called, it's called a Christmas witness <laughs> okay yeah and so, and uh, like I said, not family friendly. It's it's got some language and some sexuality and things like that. So, uh, uh, anyway, I would give this one three crowns. Uh, all right, keep going. Then we have "Say Yes to Christmas." This is on Lifetime, and it's Erica Provost and Romaine Wait, and it's a magical Christmas wish makes a career obsessed June say yes to every invitation while she's home for the holidays. But when an old flame, Blake, joins her hectic schedule of Christmas activities, past feelings are reignited. June must choose between saying yes to her career and life in the city or to her heart in her hometown. So this one, I was kind of skeptical about it uh, going into it. I can't remember what I gave it in the preview, but I actually ended up enjoying it. Some of the acting is not the best, but I really liked the lead girl. She was cute and it had some diversity as far as the casting and I just like the whole concept of like she she can't resist saying yes like she gets this curse on her basically where all she any anytime someone says will you agree to help out with the you know the christmas can drive yes <laughs> yes, uh, yes I will. okay <laughs> and she doesn't actually have to go through with it but she has to say yes, say yes. to everything yeah and yeah. it was it was clever and cute concept i enjoyed it i'd give this one 3.5 crowns oh yeah. Okay. Then we had a boy called Christmas. This is on Netflix. Mm. It's Maggie Smith, Jim Broadbent, and, and Toby Jones, Sally Hawkins, Kristen Wiig, Michael Heisman, and it's based on the novel by Matt Haig. This heartwarming holiday tale follows Nicholas, a boy who travels to the north to find his father, who is searching for the Elf Helm, the rumored village of the elves. Along the way, Nicholas enlists the help of his loyal sidekicks. This was really fun i really enjoyed it if you're looking for more of a fantasy kind of story uh you know there's like there's like goblins and and uh and other creatures and uh it's a fun adventure it's very well made very well acted like sally hawkins i hardly recognized that it was her and i'm used to her being so happy and bubbly 
and <laughs> and, and so for her to be this like evil elf was like <laughs> different. Oh, yeah. wow mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. it was i think the whole family will love it it was a really uh, enjoyable film yeah so i give this one a uh i'm gonna give it a 4.25 Wow. Yeah, I wanted okay. to watch this. It's one yeah. of it was between this and a castle for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I chose a castle for Christmas. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have but, to okay. live with that choice there. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, well I'm kind of wearing clean. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, last one is Chestnut Family Christmas. This is on own channel on the 30th and it's Megan Holder and Brad James. It's when a talented pastry chef currently working as a live-in cook accidentally commits to hosting her family for the holidays. She poses as the wealthy homeowner in order to impress them and remove the black sheep burden she has been carrying her whole life. All seems to be going well until everyone's secrets are exposed and relationships begin to unravel. And I I think I gave this a sock in the preview, so I wasn't that excited about it because like family, again, family, dysfunctional family movies aren't my favorite, but I actually ended up really enjoying this. They have, they actually have what they don't say is they actually have a whole fake relationship plot that she gets like her BFF to pretend to be her fiance. So there's that going along, but she's also, oh. she's like lying so much. She's lying about the fact that she's working as a cook. She's lying about the fact that she's not working as a lawyer. She's lying about the fact this house is hers. She's lying about, wow. <laughs> about being engaged. Um, so there's a lot of lies, but I don't know. I thought that was kind of fun at a certain point. It just kind of won me over and I liked the two leads. And there's also some uh, representation. I mean, the whole cast is, is African-American. But, um, but also, uh, her one brother is, is gay and uh, is, wants to play for the NBA, but there's only one other gay NBA player. And so he's like debating about how he can, you know, handle that. And so that I thought was, wow, was that's good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, all the, I thought it felt like a family and Nathan Whitty's in this one as well. And he's charming. I was like him, him. Yeah. as one of her, uh, brothers. And uh, yeah, I actually liked this one. It was fun. I give it a four out of five. Wow. So, oh. There we go. We did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> very good. Uh, well, if you're listening, let us know what you think of these movies. Which ones do you get to see? And if there's ones we didn't talk about, I'm going to try like the Loud House Christmas. There were a couple other ones that I didn't get to. I'll try to get to those next week. And so uh, let us know if you got to see any of those, what your thoughts were, uh, say it in the comment section. We would really appreciate it. And Natasha, welcome to Hallmarkies Podcast. We're so excited yeah. to have you. And we're definitely <laughs> going to have you back. <laughs> so we got her. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell people how they can find your uh, reviews in, uh, in social media? Okay, so uh, I'm on Twitter. You can find me at LitMySoul. That's just how you spell it, just how you say it. Uh, L-I-T-M-Y-S-O-U-L. You can also find my reviews on culturedvouchers.com. So uh, I write film uh, reviews for the site. We also have tons of amazing content on books, wrestling, games, uh, and TV. Yep. Great. And Brie, how can people find you? 
I'm on Instagram at Falling for Romance, and I co-host the Categorically Romance podcast, and that is it. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. Oh no, I sound like Peacock. I sound like Peacock now in my in my summaries. No, you're I'm great. So you're long. great. You're like doing like legit it. reviews and stuff. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And uh, and then also make sure that you are following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all over social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. That really helps us so much to help people to find the podcast. Give us your five-star reviews and we will sure be grateful. And then also, uh, if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the merch store, which has tons of fun, festive designs <laughs> and everything for the hearty, postable and Hallmark fan in your life, please take a look and movie fan. Uh, we would appreciate it. And then we also have the patron group, which is so much fun and you get to be part of watch alongs and other fun events. So please take a look and thanks so much, everybody. Thank you to both of you and Merry Christmas. Bye everybody. Bye. Merry